intro song for a movie podcast. Some are pretty good, but we'll just suck ass. One, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. Watch with us, we're Cinema Bonds. Let's go! Hello, and welcome back to Cinema Buns. I'm Ritter. I'm Mike. I'm Kevin. And uh, tonight we're talking about tonight. <laughs> our go- our <laughs> God King. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we're uh, we're talking about the uh, anime movie anthology movie by called, Studio Panak called uh, Modest Heroes. Uh, actually, Mike was the one that turned us on to this one. Yeah, it was. I was. I saw it when I was uh, when Kevin and I were actually going to see uh, Mary Eye. Mary I. Mary I. I can't even Mariah, say it. I, Mariah. Mariah. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. It's been a wh- little bit. Anyways, yeah, I saw it on the trailer and I was like, that looks good. I want to watch that. I believe because um, the movie came out in 2018. So mm-hmm. it was a movie trailer uh, because um, I think like um, not uh, what what's that company that's it's not Fandango. St- uh amazon no it's a it's it's a it's some sort of movie distribution company and they like uh uh orion they they make anime events um and it's oh fathom yes it it was for another fathom event because they were going to show um modest heroes in theaters but uh it came out in 2018 and then uh, the coronavirus happened um so uh it's dropped on netflix uh actually last year yeah and for most of you that don't know when anime movies are slated for theater release, it takes them a while before they hit U.S. theaters. Because <laughs> yeah, they usually, on their release date, they'll hit Japan. And then it's, on average, about six months before they'll yeah. appear in U.S. theaters. Definitely um, depending on the population. Very, very rare do you have simul- simultaneous releases in both Japan and the U.S. Uh-huh. It's usually for really big movie events that that happens. But um, I remember specifically business-wise, I'll take credit for um, at least airing uh, My Hero Academia uh, uh, here. <laughs> but um, no, Funimation also does a good part of it because they uh, they really like to get on that simul dub grind. So well, it's um, also because Funimation knows that's where a lot of the money is. Yeah. So they were able to uh, do a uh, like a simultaneous worldwide release of um, Broly. Um, both of the My Hero Academia movies. Ah, uh, uh, the second one did not have a simultaneous release. No, yeah, no, 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 no. That came out in Japan. Um, at the Promare same... is what you're thinking of. Promare had a simultaneous release. I would. I. I feel like Promare had like a film festival. Like they showed it at a film festival first. I'm not entirely sure. But, I've uh, never seen it and have no great time watching all, it. All I know is that when my wife and I were in Japan, it was getting advertised heavily. Yeah, so I think My Hero uh, dropped on like Christmas, I think, or uh, December of 2018, 2019, 2018. Um, and then... Uh, Spoiled so much of the upcoming <laughs> episodes. Uh, and then yeah. uh, Funimation um, released a tweet that said, like, hey, we're dubbing the movie. And then uh, soon after, it got a North American release. But, but in the meantime, it was airing in, like, just different countries. Yeah. Um, in just random film festivals and anime cons. But uh, Modest Heroes. So this movie is given that title because the main 
protagonists in each of the it's basically three short films mm-hmm. and in each story the main protagonist isn't some like world saving hero isn't stopping like annihilation of a city or anything they're just normal people who did something heroic either for someone else or for themselves which i think is a lot of the charm for, with this movie actually mm-hmm. it's really short it's only like oh. 50 minutes long and then water physics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our first story focuses on this family of anime human crawdad people. So, yeah, the first short is Kanini and Kanino. Um, they're the names of two uh, freshwater crabs. Um, and, and then it's... their crawdaddy, uh, <laughs> Tata. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's an interesting um, short because it's... Very easy to localize. It's not in Jap- uh, in Japanese or in any language, really, because all they say are their names. Mm-hmm. It's technically in Japanese. It uses the <laughs> Japanese VAs, and whenever it's... Uh, uh, if you're switching over to, like, the English dub or whatever, it's still the Japanese VAs. Yeah. <laughs> all they do is say their names. Um, but it's uh, pretty easy to get into, and in that sense, because you don't have dialogue kind of driving the entire thing, it's all visual. Yeah. Yep. And all of their actions tell the story. And the fluid animations are whew, <laughs> solid. Oh, yeah. They so got the, those simulators what, working overtime. Over what these guys are nutting over is uh, the. Oh, the I'm image. sorry. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> Kevin, and I quote, oh, these water's going to make me nut. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, we're friendly, friendly. Similar to the, the Pixar short Piper. Um, and the good dinosaur for those three people that saw it, um, <laughs> the CGI, um, water that the crawfish, uh, kids live in is like fucking gorgeous. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's almost as good as probably some of the good, good Ghibli water. Because there's some good Ghibli water. Yeah, there is some good. But this is just... Uh, it's, uh, but Ghibli doesn't good. do 3D often. Usually even the water is 2D, which mm-hmm. takes a lot of effort. <laughs> um, but no, and the story follows Kanino, which was the boy. He is the modest hero in this story because him and his sister go to find their dad who got swept away during a storm. Uh-huh. And he becomes like the family hero he protected his sister he got his dad home safely and that that's kind of where that story goes into we also uh forgot to mention that their mom um because (laughs) their mom uh left to go give birth because that's how crawfish do (laughs) yeah Uh, so she went up to the surface to give birth because she's pregnant shown in a flashback so it's just um the two older kids and their dad hanging out until she can come back yeah, and the daughter misses the mom, so she tries to go up above to like kind of go find her mom. But that's how the whole thing happens. Yeah, when the dad gets. But away. she happens to decide to do this during a giant storm because she's an idiot. Um, <laughs> she's no. only a crawfish. <laughs> Can't blame her. She doesn't but know. No, any I, think, I think even with such little dialogue they use, they built up the characters fairly well, mm-hmm. and like. There was definitely that little kid moment where, like, the mom comes back and the son's like, yeah, I was brave, I saved him, and the mom hugs him and he goes, it was scary, <laughs> and cries. It's so true, because any kid that does something like that, as soon as mom gets there and starts going, oh, it's okay, they go, I was really scared. <laughs> I, I liked how the sister, like, 
visually explained yeah. the story of how to happen. And yeah. she's just Canino <laughs> jump. <laughs> yes, I know everything now. <laughs> yeah, it's just great. yeah, because it's a dialogueless movie, so uh, that's how they kind of describe it to their mom. Yeah. Um, and also describe to the audience just like how um canino felt and like how his rush of emotion eventually happened whenever uh kaka ha- uh hugged him was, yeah like missing <laughs> and yeah. then uh mike what was the second story so the second story is about this kid who is allergic to eggs and it's quite sad oh, actually please, <laughs> please use his proper name I'm not good with names. Like, I will never be good with names. His name was Egg Boy. Oh, right. <laughs> the <laughs> excellent boy. No. Uh, so this next... Can, can, can we call him Ed Boy? Just, <laughs> just for a Rolf reference? This is an Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> so, it's, uh, yeah, the title of the movie... The title of the short is called Life Ain't Gonna Lose. Um, and starts stars Shun and his mom and sometimes his dad. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to Kevin to So who's the, who's the modest hero in this movie, actually? Okay. Uh, it's definitely the boy. Because I, I thought it was gonna be the the rice lady who ends up she gives the kid from dying. Yeah. No, um, I argue it's the mom. Really? Yes. What makes you say that? Okay, it, she, she is kind of washing over him and stuff like that, and like smacking cookies away from his yeah, hand. Yeah, but the boy is the one who takes charge of his own life and decides to be like, I need to be responsible for my own allergy mm. and. I need to take responsibility and make it my goal to not let this control me. Uh-huh. Or can we just have it be the dad? <laughs> he's just <not> there. <laughs> the dad is a modest hero because he spends the whole day at work so he doesn't have to deal with this. <laughs> he spends the day at work so he can pay for all the shenanigans at home. <laughs> he, he left to go to work because he was fighting the real supervillain that was happening on the other side of the country. So, so Kevin, why do you think the mom was a modest hero in this one? Well, it's... Uh, I feel like it accurately portrays what any kind of uh, mother or parent uh, goes through whenever their child has like such a debilitating allergy. Because mm-hmm. Shun's allergy, like as soon as eggs enter his system, like he or touch sh- him, <laughs> he like shuts down, breaks down in hives, and he like needs an epipen in order to like live. Um, and it's and like I, I I've. I can, like, sympathize with that, uh, and, like, there are a lot of, like, strong parents out there that just constantly have to research everything that ever goes into, like, their child's body. Yeah. Why so, does this like, list of foods that have eggs never end? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like, uh, if you have an allergy to eggs or, uh, corn, for that matter, <laughs> fuck, you're gonna die. Um, no, it's, it's... you're, you're, like... Jesus Christ, everything has eggs and everything has corn in it, especially because corn syrup is so ubiquitous and so useful, Jesus. Yep. Um, but I think this movie is, like, kind of just a celebration and a shout-out to all of those, like, just kind of heroic parents that um, look out for their children and, like, uh, are constantly working 24-7 to make sure that their child doesn't die. Okay. Yeah. Shun's a hero, too, for, like, he's a brave boy. Oh yeah, um, Shun is fit for his age. <laughs> <laughs> He's setting he, records he, over there. Yeah, he does a fitness grand pacer test, sets a new <laughs> Japan national record. He, he's, uh, uh, he's doing pull-ups. But when he, like, so he gets home after a baseball game and he eats some ice cream. Normally it's, it's shown and implied that normally they get the egg-free ice cream. Yeah. But he eats it. It's the kind that has egg in it. 
And he notices like that too. He, He's like, oh, okay, this yep. is it. <laughs> he grabs his EpiPen and he runs to the rice owner next door who helps watch him uh-huh. to like give him the injection and he's like he's like about to pass out and he's like no i'm not gonna die i'm not gonna <laughs> let this control me and he does the last little bit and he tries to do a bat- baton pass to the grandma but he sucks and drops it <laughs> he sucks <laughs> what a fucking pussy Can't he's, even... he's blacking out on us now <laughs> But no, I I think that he is the main hero just because like it's shown in the short that he won't even do like math problems with eggs in it because he's like it's stupid I hate eggs and blah blah. <laughs> but he actually starts like realizing that he's not gonna avoid this mm-hmm. this and for someone at so such a young edge age to edge? come <laughs> to come to this realization and understanding that this is something I need to take responsibility for and be an active part of. Mm-hmm. Not only in my life, but into, like, relieving the stress on everyone else around me as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Dargan, Mike, you haven't talked much. You said Who the, do you agree with? You said the dad is the hero, right? <laughs> totally. Choose no. which parent you want to live with now. <laughs> Choose between your parents, actually. I the one that pays the bills. <laughs> <laughs> they both do? They both work? <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty sure the dad pay- gets more money. Whoa. Whoa. Only Whoa. Because he makes more money, he's the more important parent. Is that what you're saying? You don't know what he does for a job. You you might yes, he he he's clowning. He could work (laughs) as a stripper. Okay, that makes some good money. money. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, man. But she's also like a dance teacher, and then does like dance videos and stuff. That could pay well. Yeah. Anyways, but the dad probably works at like a manager at McDonald's or something. Or Brazzers. Uh, <laughs> Which would also actually pay pretty well, I think. <laughs> so his dad has an OnlyFans account that he uses to bring in the bills. That's why he, he has an office that he just works <laughs> I can't have my son see me like this. Um, so the last movie, which is Sorry. arguably my favorite yeah. out of the three. Invisible. Yes. Yeah. It is about a dude who's literally invisible. And he has to carry around heavy stuff so he doesn't just float away. Mm. But it's all pretty much a... It's a heavy-handed metaphor about how some people feel invisible to, like, the world. And that no matter what you do, no one's going to see you or notice you, really. Mm -hmm. And they take this both literally and figuratively in this one. Yeah, I definitely like the uh, metaphor for, like, the fire hydrant. It's like an anchor that, like, grounds them. Yeah, because like, like their world, because <laughs> like uh, he's his skin is invisible, like but you still see his clothes and glasses and everything, but still no one sees him, which kind of drives home the point that like uh, still like people just look past you and like quite literally, because like there is a store clerk that walks past him, um, there's walks a, through him, there's yeah. a coworker that like saw a pen floating, um, and, and just said, oh and that's just, where, it oh is. that's where it is, <laughs> oh it's just floating here. Thank you, me. <laughs> um, Convenient. And even uh, uh, inanimate objects, like the automatic door to a convenience yeah. store, does not acknowledge his presence because yeah. it won't open. And like like you said with the fire hydrant, it's just showing he has really weak ties that are anchoring him mm-hmm. to like the world in general. And he has this fateful encounter with this guy who is implied to also be invisible... But that is not confirmed. I thought it was implied that he's blind. It's implied that he's both, in my opinion. 
Because you never see his his skin. Mm-hmm. You see a faint outer edge of his mustache and then his glasses, and he has a seeing eye dog. Yeah. But I think he's both blind and he's invisible, which is why he sympathizes with the guy, in my opinion. Because like, uh, the what you what Mike uh said about him being blind is because he has like a seeing eye dog, um. So that's, I guess in a in a way, kind of describes how um. There are certain people that can like see beyond. Uh, everyone else's uh, uh, everyone else's vision and can see also those invisible mm-hmm. voiceless people um and also it turns out that uh dogs are pure and can see everyone and loves everyone <laughs> yes because yes, uh, absolutely the the dog emily um licks our protagonist liam o'brien's face and like that's the per- first living thing to ever acknowledge that he mm-hmm. existed and like you this this modest hero moment is definitely more of an actual hero moment because he sees like from across this vast bay <laughs> that the stroller is rolling down these stairs into the road and this big ass semi truck is on the way he's like oh fuck oh fuck oh shit and he starts up his scooter and he starts going and he's able to save the baby and like I feel like in that moment he finally starts feeling more connected to people in general mm-hmm. and he feels a connection to the kid he just saves and the baby ends up smiling at him at the yeah, end the baby acknowledges him in general so mm-hmm. i think just having that little bit of acknowledgement from someone can can help develop someone and make them understand that you are a person mm-hmm. and there are people who will talk to you and like do stuff with you just gotta go out there and do what you can it's gotta find them yeah well, there it could be invisible too. Uh, I don't know if you guys also noticed that when he picked up the pen to give it to his coworker, he, he almost, shimmered. Yeah, he almost turned vis- visible. Yeah. yeah. So he shimmered, and you saw the the outline and border of his face. So it's kind of like, um, there was almost that chance that he would have gotten noticed. But mm-hmm. th- I think this movie is also a message to uh, those to like look out for those people that feel invisible and mm-hmm. uh, feel voiceless because because uh, it's easy you to, can bring them out of yeah, the shadows it's easy to tell people like hey if you're if you feel invisible or you're nervous just stop <laughs> just go talk to someone why won't poor people just buy more money <laughs> if you're homeless just buy a house you know no <laughs> just get a job they uh yeah you're right the the message of this movie isn't to invisible people it's to the people who don't feel invisible but mm. see those that feel that way or see those that seem to be down in the dumps or don't feel like they're noticed you need to help bring them up and help give them that human connection they so they deserve and they want uh and in doing so like they become more visible like quite literally in this movie um Mm. because as soon as he grabbed that baby um uh you could see that his wrists were visible Mm -hmm. but his face was still invisible but like um, he, uh, tried to cheer the baby up because he's fucking almost yeah. died and crying. And, uh, he said he did like a peekaboo thing and then the baby like acknowledged him and then like, you could just like see that he was starting to shimmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but the movie just kind of ends right there. So it's yeah. Like... So to prevent this from being a very fucking short podcast, um, we also wanted to extend this topic towards anime in pop culture and the movie industry in general this goes out to our weeb friends i also just wanted an excuse to talk about anime on the podcast (laughs) um so 
Let's start with you, Mike. What? How do you think anime interacts with the film industry in a whole, or how it interacts with pop culture? That's a big question for someone who, <laughs> who's not paying attention. Who's, like, who's not like really in tune with like the film. I have and, watched like, one anime pop culture. <laughs> like, I can tell you how I started an anime and how it's affected me. But like, if you wanted me to like talk about like how it's affected like the, okay, at least the world around me, I can tell you that. How about this? Let's let's uh, let's shrink down the scope a little bit then. If you were to recommend someone three anime to watch oh, in order to get them into anime or to kind <laughs> of like something enjoyable that they could watch. Okay. What would you recommend? They are so, new. They haven't watched a single anime before. It really before. depends on the person. You have to kind of get an idea of what that person likes to watch first yeah. before you just recommend something. Yeah. That's something I've learned when I've gotten like four of my marine buddies into anime <laughs> because they never watched anime before. You had like a you had a litmus <laughs> test. You had a list of anime. It was like, all right, all right, private. <laughs> I want you. To, I want you to watch. Elfenlied, uh, Death Note. Oh, the first two hundred episodes of Naruto. <laughs> oh, those are rough anime to start with. So, no, and then he goes to a different person. <laughs> Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, uh, Digimon. <laughs> so, at least in my experience, I found. And he's got notes ma- on all it, of them. Like it depends on the people, but I've seen a, the majority of people. Liked more bite-sized stories, not like these long, like long form, two hundred plus yeah. episodes. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a few people that are that like that I could see. Like, if I was recommend, I'd probably recommend a much longer one since they mm-hmm. like to binge anyways. Mm-hmm. But you definitely it. There's a lot more bite-sized ones that have a stronger impact, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one I like to recommend is uh, Gurren Lagann. It's a pretty contained story for the most part. It's 20-something episodes. 26. Yeah, like 26 or something like that. It has beginning to end. You you get what... You know what you're getting all the way through, and, like, it <laughs> leaves on a slight cliffhanger, but not really. It's a completed story. Hmm. And I think that's something you don't want to do to someone is not... It leaves them on, like, a story that's not completed, because that will really, like... Blue ball like, them. <laughs> yeah, it will really blue ball them, and then it's like... You don't want to make... You, you want to segue them into just anime first, uh-huh. and then... Unless they want to read manga first, and that's up to them. You know, everyone's different. But let's focus on anime yeah, for let's now. Let's just focus on anime. Is a whole other yeah. beast. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if I just want to get them into anime, I want to recommend like a bite-sized story or something they can at least like, that has watch. an ending. That has an ending. So it's not like you're like I want. I <laughs> so, hope season two comes out. You know uh, what? There's this really compact anime. I think it's called One Piece. No, that, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Gurren Logan's one. Uh, that's one I usually recommend. Another one I recommend is oh man i got a plethora in my brain what's even gurren lagan about i mean i know because it's my favorite show but <laughs> <laughs> no gurren lagan uh if the best way i can explain it is um kid fights with robot more robot fights epic robot fights and then bigger robot fights for you intellectuals out there it's uh plato's the cave <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh shoot i mean yeah, I guess. <laughs> and for you man children out there, it's the Lego movie. <laughs> so, do you need some more time to think of your other two then? Because we can go around and each have us. Yeah, talk we can. We one. can talk about one, uh, one, and then I can come back and we can do. So, Kevin, one. what's your what's one of yours then that you would recommend? Um. Yeah, I think it's a good idea to do something that's 
short and has a beginning, middle, and end. But I think that there's also some good, very um, civilian-friendly, uh, layperson-friendly like shows. Um, to a lot of people, Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon are are where their cherries got popped. Um, yeah, and like, true. I think for the modern day, uh, like think of it as you will. It's My Hero Academia. See, that's. That was going to be... I'll have to think of a new one now. Because <laughs> fuck you. No, <laughs> no. I was going to say My Hero too Because a big thing with anime is that what turns people off is anime tropes. Mm. And anime... like I mentioned it has a lot of anime tropes, but an- yeah. it's not hammered into That's you. what I... The anime <laughs> tropes are there, but they're more... I'm not going to say subtle, but less exaggerated than they are. I think in it's right. more animes. digestible. Exactly. It, and like... The over-the-top reactions, the over-the-top, like, stupid anime reasons for something happening. <laughs> like, ooh, the Budokai Tenkaichi fused with his life force into <laughs> his mother box. And, yeah, no. Um, MHA has that a little bit, but it's a really good introduction into those. Yeah. So that way, once you branch off into other anime, it's not so foreign that right. it just slaps you in the face with its big cock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think also the subject matter of superheroes is also very like digestible. Especially right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyone can get down to superheroes. Like uh, any person that liked the Marvel movies, you can tell them like, hey, MHA is about uh, superheroes. Uh, ex- like living in the worlds because like uh most people are born with superpowers or if they like incredibles or um if they like comic books because there are a lot of references to like just classic superheroes also if you're an athlete or you commonly work out and stuff (laughs) my hero academia and dragon ball z will not only make you want to work out while you watch them (laughs) they will inspire you to work out more because that's also something that i think works well with those shows is they show the main character utter dog shit at the beginning but they get better and better (laughs) and better like because mha is a better example than that than dragon ball because yeah. Dragon Ball cheats <laughs> with yeah. their power level. Because Goku was yeah. good since the beginning. Yeah, and also since the Saiyan rule of every time you almost die, you get stronger is bullshit. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to segue something real quick. I also want to make sure that any anime I recommend to someone that's brand new, I usually try to make it dubbed, only because... No! Oh. At least people I've run into get really turned away from subs right away. Yeah, no, I imagine. So, like... I would usually recommend something dubbed and then obviously show them the I, truth later. See, I've ne- <laughs> I have never been adverse to watching subtitled anything. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm talking about the, like, no, I like, understand. people I've met. Like, it's just, yeah. I just think that's interesting that there are people that are so vehemently against watching a subtitled anything. <laughs> like, we all saw what happened when Parasite fucking won Best Picture. And it's like... <laughs> well, I, for me, like, I've been like... I'll just wait until the Hollywood remake comes out. <laughs> I, I would be talking to people that would see anime just like kid cartoon stuff. Yeah. And so... Like it's if hard. You add, like, like with they people need to read, to they, yeah, they need to read to understand. It just it's another block that you need to defeat in order for them to actually watch and like anime. Yeah, so you I want I like them to... to make when I make it easier for them. Yeah. So, I think one of the ones I would recommend, since I now have to come up with a new one, no. Kevin Black Clover. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bible Black. No. Um, well, it's a good. No, a lot stop, of people. Stop, no. no, we're not. Going to that. Um, oh, no. I'll have you know. Pushes up glasses. So, 
it it definitely has some hardcore anime tropes in it. But Death Note is fairly digestible for a newcomer into anime. Yeah, it has because, some weird Japanese shit in it, but mm-hmm. it's still a good story. It's mostly a crime drama. Yeah. Which is which definitely a like I yeah, I thought our next one. Don't worry, keep going. Yeah, yes, yes, Mike. No, you've got my attention. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, I think Death Note, like, it's mostly a crime drama, and it introdu- it has the anime stuff in there, but the anime stuff is second secondary to the main mystery, uh, like the main plot of Light proving he's smarter than everyone and getting this god complex as the show goes on so you're saying that this is the best version of artemis fell <laughs> you know what yeah yeah it is <laughs> so and you're also disney saying artemis that fell. netflix death note is better than disney artemis oh, fell <laughs> i'm leaving <laughs> um if we're comparing those two then yes yeah <laughs> i really like death note for what it was um, are you talking about netflix note no god! <laughs> oh no! You need to clarify: anime or Netflix? Netflix. And are you talking Definitely about the anime? Are you talking about the live-action Japanese movie? Oh, I god, mean, that was dog shit. I mean, that 3D animation was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Okay, Mike, what's your second okay. one? So convince me to watch Animu. So another one that I really like, and the reason being is it. It's not super, like, obviously all anime is from Japan, but, like, this one's not, like, super, like, heavy in on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Trigon. Yeah. Like, it's it's another world. It, it doesn't force people to have to, like, understand, like, that culture barrier of certain things. Yeah. And so it's easier to, like, get everything that they, uh, you know, that they can pick up things a lot easier. Let's go ahead and just... Uh... Show every Tanami anime here. <laughs> I mean, true. No, because like the that, he's that, not wrong. That like, block has a lot of, uh, and it's also responsible for a lot of anime fans, mm-hmm. um, because it brought to us like Naruto, <laughs> yeah, uh, Dragon Ball Z, yeah, yeah. Dragon Ball, uh, Alchemist, Shampoo, Bebop, right, Veroni Kenshin, Inuyasha, Code Geass, yep, uh, Bleach. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually didn't really watch that one. Sadly, but... One Piece. Oh, uh, there's a question for a no. That was four kids. <laughs> Demon there, Slayer. They... Yu-Gi-Oh. What? Yu-Gi-Oh wasn't on Toonami. It was on four kids. Yes, it was. <laughs> but anyways, no. Um, just real quick, what was everyone's first anime they've ever watched? Hold on, let's get into that after we okay, do our recommendations. Okay, so I'll let Kevin go so on. So Kevin, one. what's your next one? Um. Something that would get people to watch anime is anime <laughs> is Bible Black. <laughs> um, God. Uh, so something probably. I, I mean, like I listed out a bunch of Tanami animes. Like they're they're all good. Like, yeah, they're they're all. Show anyone like Bebop and Shampoo, and like they'll be like, oh, cool shit happens in the show. Right now, he's trying not to think of another Tanami one. <laughs> He's trying so hard. It's yeah. okay. And My next those, one was going to be another Those, those, those had good dubs. Yeah. Um, and, like, we kind of already uh, recommend a Dragon Ball. Um, and the good and the English dub of Dragon Ball is fine. Um, <laughs> I'm trying... I'm struggling to think what had, like, a good... Oh, my God. Why did you just show? Full Metal Alchemist is pretty good. Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah. Assault. For yeah. Mab? Yeah. 
I mean, that's also a tsunami show. Now, hold yeah, on. No, that's that's a, also a tsunami show. We we need to specify Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is the one you should watch. I mean, I kind of watched both and I enjoyed both of them. See, I I also watched both. I think Brotherhood is the better one. Oh, it's definitely the better because one. Because the story actually flows better. Okay, let's well, let's do let's some do context. I'm going yeah. to steal it from Mike. Yes, yeah. Brotherhood uh, is the show I watched. I didn't watch the original, um, uh, mostly because uh, a lot of girls in high school watched it, <laughs> uh, and which also have made me avoid like Black Butler and Oran High School Host Club. But I eventually watched. I guess Fruits I'm gonna like those as well. I guess. No, I, wa- I, I watched Black Butler. I watched uh, High School Host Club. I watched Fruits Basket. I watched all the all those shojos, and I actually like love shojos. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, no, uh, I never watched the original series. I saw Brotherhood when it started to air because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that show that aired like that had like a billion episodes. Now I could start from the beginning, yeah. and plus it's the newer improved version. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I went along for the ride, and it was a pretty good ride. It's mm-hmm. not, um, it doesn't have a lot of Japanese uh, culture and um, impenetrable, like, just jokes or references in there, which, uh, because Japanese anime is a Japanese medium, it has, like, yeah. references and cultural right. um, jokes in there, and uh, cliches that uh, that just whizzes over the head of anyone that's not familiar with it. Um, mm-hmm. Full Metal... Alchemist Brotherhood uh, builds its own world. And everything's contained in it, Right, too. yeah. And it has a beginning, middle, and end. Although it's like, what, 60 episodes or something? So, the main reason why I said Brotherhood should be the main one you watch mm-hmm. is because the original run of Full Metal Alchemist. Now, we mentioned this earlier, but for those that don't know, since I'm assuming we have some that don't know, manga is... Spoiler alert, by the way, just in case we get into segues. Yeah. Uh, Manga is Japanese comic books or graphic novels. That's essentially the cleanest way you can compare it to what we have here. Mm -hmm. Now, manga is actually the main form of, like, entertainment in Japan. And pretty much any anime that's ever been released was based on a manga. It's 99% true. And uh, generally, anime is made to sell manga. Exactly. It's so weird. Now, the like po- you don't watch Marvel movies so that, right. they, that so that they want you to buy comic books. <laughs> yeah. Now, the main issue with the original <laughs> run of Full Metal Alchemist is they actually outpaced the manga, which is a weird common thing that happens. Not much anymore, luckily. Yes. Yeah. Back in the early two thousands and mid to late nineties, it was super common for them to do that. But which we got is, better with time, thank God. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> because they outpaced the manga, they had to create their own ending, which makes the ending super messy, mm-hmm. super convoluted, and not flow very well. Meanwhile, in Brotherhood, everything flows a lot better. Because the manga's finished. Yeah, right. and events make more sense because there's more background information to show why they happened. Uh, a similar uh, thing happened to Game of Thrones. Which- yeah. Uh, That's not. <laughs> that last <laughs> season I, I, was rough. <laughs> which I'm just going to mention is that uh, I think everyone caught up, uh, the the show caught up to the books uh, at season seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then, um, HBO didn't didn't start creating filler arcs or anything, um, or uh, filler whatever. So they just had to resolve the story. They they 
from what I understood, they went off the notes and what the actual like story is from uh, George R. R. Martin. Yeah, George George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Tolkien. <laughs> so I mean, like it's canon. It's not filler technically. Um, but, but it's like, just really bad canon. <laughs> But, like, the problem with that is that um, the person who wrote the manga has all of the details in their head um, and, like, possibly written in their notes. And mm. basically all of the things that they've set up uh, throughout the story leads to something. Now, when a studio like HBO or, like, an anime studio or whatever, uh, Periot, um, has to think up of an ending because the mangaka hasn't, like, Got written it down, yet. Written it down yeah. and for some reason they haven't asked them what their yeah. ending is yeah they have to make something up um and they they're not as familiar at, with the source material or all the little details that were placed in to craft something that ties all the loose ends so they right. just make an ending and um also because anime for some reason outpaces manga frequently uh, manga can release uh, weekly or monthly, but anime releases faster. They have to pad out chapters. That's what's called yeah. filler yeah. in oh, anime. That should be a whole nother topic. Um, no, but that's actually a really good. Just so that they like, if they attempt to stay on pace with right. what's been releasing, they have to pad it out with fake stories or side stories, side quests. Um, things that uh, or stretch out just scenes longer than they should. Yeah. So just so that they could fill out those. Right. That's why in the original airing of Dragon Ball Z, you have Goku powering up his spirit ball for six episodes straight until he finally. Uh, if you, they also added an entire new arc. Garlic Junior was is not yeah. yeah is filler, and so is um. But now is canon filler. <laughs> but oh, and like one of the. The quick quick segue. Who's the no, roommate no. that Queen Kai has? That's not Bubbles. The the little cricket guy. Bobbity. No. No. Who are we talking uh, about? Oh 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 the cricket. Um, he's not in. He's not in the. Oh, manga. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. He's just, Jiminy. Yeah. <laughs> that just runs around and helps Goku train. Yeah, for he's a little not. Bit. Yeah. He's filler. Oh um. He's not. Quick right. side. If you're gonna watch Dragon Ball Z, watch Dragon Ball Z Kai. That's the show, but no filler is in it. So you lose no story, and you get rid of all the extra shit you don't need. I'm not going to lie. I actually like the filler of Dragon Ball Z, but I guess I'm like a very minority of that. <laughs> yeah, so, so if it, you want to watch Goku and Piccolo try to get a driver's license, <laughs> for me, that was a worth an episode. I, but again, like I'm in a minority. I know it's bad and not what people want, but it's something... I enjoyed. I want to see Yamcha win a home run. Dude, I was all about episodes like that as a kid, and even like now sometimes. But like, uh, the reason why I would show uh, the regular one, the original one first. Oh, I guess quote unquote original, the first one of uh, Full Metal Alchemist, is because it's kind of manipulating, manipulative a little bit. But you you show Full Metal Alchemist because it's good. It's good. And the people enjoy it. And they're like, okay, now here's the actual great one. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, sh-. And then the, it gives, like, new people, set, like, an ocean. Set them up. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big setup, and sometimes I do that, but it, it works. So it's like, 
you know, I would really... argue that there's too much time investment for that to work out. Yeah. Well, if the they really want... enjoyed the first one, uh -huh. you can they can like speed through like the first few episodes and they're like caught up and they see the change. Yeah, right away. but the changes happen in like episode four. That's what I'm saying. Brotherhood. That's what I'm saying. Like they they don't have to worry about the like first four episodes, but even then, like cool. If they save an hour, now they have yeah. the other sixty. Yeah, but, like, at that point, like, they are already invested in the story. They want to see fair. what's actually out there. Actually, if you want more content, then, yeah, you would probably want to watch the original series because there were other movies. <laughs> now, I'm going to kind of break this a little bit. I'm going to blast through my last two recommendations real quick because they're really fast. Mm -hmm. First off, Demon Slayer. It's, very, it's a recent anime, but it's so well done. Mm -hmm. Animation is beautiful. The story is well-written and well-rounded to be a gradual progression of skill and time and you get introduced to characters that you like that is one thing of dragon slayer i really appreciated dragon it was slayer. just like dragon slayer uh, i don't know why um, um is that a demon I can't, slayer I can't dragon. is that demon a slayer book? don't worry about it so demon slayer that is something i really did appreciate was like the progression of like you got to see how far he's come like, and they did it in a good, like, two episodes? I think so, they spent an episode where two years passed. <laughs> yeah, it was like an episode, but it was like a good way to show you that, like, he spent time trying to get where he's at. Yeah. And stuff like that. And so you believe, like, at least for me, like, for later on in the episodes, like, you believe he earned every fight he's in, personally. Uh -huh. There's there's one fight, but that's that's near the end that I'm kind of like, eh, but you know what? It was cool, so I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, Demon Slayer is just so well done, and so and those anime tropes and like stereotypes we went over earlier are present, but they're a lot more muted, mm -hmm. like. Because they build their own world, even though it takes place in Japan uh, and actually World War One Japan, um, they it doesn't have uh those weird that weird anime shit that would get um like probably a lay person like turned off on it yeah um instead it's probably like just a thing that happens or uh, in some cases endearing like when it happens or when stuff's introduced you <clears throat> understand and it's not so foreign to you mm -hmm. and then my last one which i wanted to blast here real quick is actually a kind of out of left field one megalobox okay that's another really good one. super down-to-earth anime Right. It's again. So I re if you haven't noticed, I really like shonen anime, which uh -huh. is like action oriented anime. But Megalobox is essentially a futuristic boxing anime, mm. and it introduces real human stories. And it's not like someone suddenly pulls out the power to be able to summon a dragon in the middle of their pinky finger or anything. <laughs> no, they're just people who are like skilled at fighting, and they're. Their obstacles they're overcoming are other fighters and, like, real-world problems. The animation style is really well done. It's animated to essentially look like an old 80s VHS movie mm -hmm. that you find. And it's just beautifully done. Mm -hmm. So that that's one I would highly recommend. That came out 2018. And it just got put onto Netflix. Right. So, and, like, it says season one. It's the whole story. You... So it, it don't oh, expect there it doesn't like want you to continue to season two. There no, there is no season two. Oh okay. Literally that when it says season one, that's literally the whole show of Megalobox. <laughs> it's a twelve episode miniseries. Thank God because I tried to get into Epo, 
Um, and Epo has like a billion episodes and it's been airing since like 86 or something and it's still not done. <laughs> um, so see, that's also something cause like they said earlier, we want to recommend anime that actually have a beginning, middle and end. Uh-huh. So we're avoiding rec cause I know there's going to be someone out there who goes, why aren't you recommending one piece? Why aren't you recommending Naruto? I- it's because they're really fucking long, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I watched Naruto all the way through, and I had a great time. But I am not going to recommend it to some newbie. You like, you have <laughs> to you have to recommend shows that will hook people in within. Because here here's my philosophy. Let's like a twelve year old. Maybe I'll have him watch Naruto. Well, here's here's my philosophy with it. anime. I will watch the first three episodes. If I am not hooked into the story, I will not watch anymore. <laughs> it's not because it's. Depending on the anime, that's a lot of time commitment to be just sitting around hoping something good happens and you get interested. Yeah. I've been fortunate to... There's maybe only... Maybe four anime that I've come across that I just have not finished because I just didn't like them. Of all the anime I've watched... But only because I guess I'm just I just really enjoy it. Even if it's bad and I know it's bad, I still see it all the way through because it's still... I find some sickening enjoyment out of it somehow. <laughs> I have a limit so, somewhere, obviously. So, but. last recommendation. So, last recommendation. This one, I... I'm, I'm not proud to recommend this one, but it's it's pretty... It's it's good in its own right. Boku no Hero um, Academia. Right. <laughs> well, uh, you have- Cowboy Bebop. Why are you scared to recommend Cowboy Here's Bebop? It's, it's good... It's actually phenomenal, actually. But <laughs> for me personally, like I was trying to think of another like one that wasn't like tsunami. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's everyone that I've ever recommended that show loved it. Yeah, I, I have yet to have someone that said no, I did not like that, or like it wasn't good in and some way. Pretty much most of the time, each episode is self-contained. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the it's one of the rare series that ever that it's very western in that every episode, um, just. Uh, returns to status quo at the end. I think the whereas a lot of anime are long form. I think right. the only time Cowboy Bebop actually had multiple episodes covering the same story was at the end. Yeah, and then didn't it have a movie? It did. I think I. It's been so long. Yeah. It's just. But I think it did because it it showed like. But a, that's a really good one. Like cow because cow like we said Cowboy Bebop each episode is self contained up until the very end. But even with that, the ending is still like it's just a double parter, though, right? Yeah, it's just um, it's a very like, well you know, made, just anime. like Star Trek or whatever. Like it's just a space western. That's all it is. <laughs> but yeah, when you recommend when you said like three episode thing, that reminded me of another one I wanted to recommend. But that one's like it, it takes, takes ten episodes. It takes it takes a good minute to really what get the uh, Violet Evergarden. That's... I just know that it looks pretty. I never actually saw it. <laughs> I watched that one and. When when I finally got that payoff, it was absolutely worth it for me. And then I recommend to someone who never watched anime before, and I said, "Hey, look, it's twelve episodes. It's gonna be a slog, but like, if you want, <laughs> if you're bored and you want to watch it, I'm telling you, it's absolutely Just worth it." Just look at the pretty, pretty pictures. Yeah, but See, I I love I loved Code Geass. I would never recommend that to a new person. It's yeah. too it's too much. It's, it's very yeah, that one's very. But no, for the Violet Evergarden, the reason why I would recommend it is. It's not super, it's not like super action heavy, but it's basically about a girl trying to live life as yeah. a civilian now. 
and everything mm-hmm. after like she was in a war and being a total badass mm-hmm. but i wish i saw more of that but i mean that's just me personally but it's still really good like <laughs> that's not uh, what the show's about <laughs> it's not what the show's about but like it was just one of those things where it was like man if they could make a whole thing just on her like adventures as a military like That'd guard awesome. it'd be legit but no like so i recommended it to this person because they didn't really care for blood and stuff like that. Like there was, I told them it was a little bit, and they said that's fine. But I recommended that, and literally, it took them a week to start it. But literally, like the day after they finished it, and they were like, "This was absolutely worth it. I love it." And <laughs> like, like you're right, it was kind of rough to get through, but it was absolutely worth it. Like near like the remaining like six episodes, something like that, because it takes like five or six i think for that one this one particular part to finally like start connecting and give that actual arc but <laughs> in larger scale this would be uh, attack on titan season three yeah where you have to get through two seasons and then season three happens and right like, there's, oh, there's no the show's much... good yeah the show's good <laughs> yeah there's nowhere near as much as like a commitment on this one but like i just wanted to add that one in there for just my own personal story on that one all right kevin um I would say that a lot of people get turned off by anime because weird shit happens in it. Yeah. So, I so like one my this doesn't have an English dub as far as I know, but one that's very grounded and it's very relatable is as long as you don't read the manga, uh, <laughs> Usagi Drop. Um, and literally all it is is um a dad uh, is a, a 30, 40 year old man adopting a girl, and it's just like. Their I life. Seen that one. It's their life uh, about how, um, what raising a child is like, uh, and like watching her grow up. We call that slice of life anime. <laughs> I mean, there are slice of life anime, but weird shit happens in in slice. What? Of life no. Anime. Maybe if you guys like this episode, we'll, we can make a list uh, that that will bring one ep- one Usagi series drop- for each genre in. Yeah. Usagi Drop it. is uh, just a nice uh, show. It's very pretty um it feels good to watch um there aren't a lot of like there there are not a lot of like weird chibi gags where like uh characters morph into sd in in order to like cut down on animation budget um there are parts uh, where it does that but that's because um the little girl is like making a face or something and it's like build up for emotional or comedic effect um and then it's uh 12 episodes uh, at least the first season is. Um, so far, there's no second season. And anyone who knows about the manga does not want to see this continue. <laughs> Mostly because the ending is terrible. But um, they just wanted... They just... That can, that small contained time where it's just a dad raising a little girl, that's all is important. <laughs> Fuck everything else that happens <laughs> afterward. <laughs> Good to know. Now... You have to send me that so I can watch it. Now... All I don't the, know where to watch it. <laughs> all the anime that we've mentioned today can pretty much be accessed on on most Netflix, of the Hulu. streaming. Netflix holds most of them. Hulu definitely holds a couple. Uh, if you want for a fact to watch them all, and but you're gonna want to watch, but you're gonna have to have commercials. Crunchyroll is free, yeah. and you can watch all of these. Granted. You will watch commercials unless you have the premium version. Unless you're me, then you find places to watch it without commercials. But 
don't be me. Yeah, you get viruses that way on your computer. <laughs> I don't have viruses because I know. I'm behind seven proxies. <laughs> he uses a VPN. Brought to you by our sponsor. No, I wish hey. we had a sponsor. <laughs> the FBI knows that I'm in Australia. That's all they need to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you call up you call up your uh, army buddies and you're like, hey, can you sir, turn off the tracking on uh, this, this IP of- address? <laughs> <laughs> can you can you connect me to the FBI? <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into the last part of this portion then. What was the anime that got you into watching anime? You should start. I should start. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were gonna talk about the cultural impact of anime. And uh, how I think. I think <laughs> well, you guys can. I'm just. I'm I not mean, very I in could, tune with the. I could yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not as in tune as you let's, guys. Let's include Mike on this one since uh, he kind of got cucked on the last one since he didn't oh, do his homework. All right. All right. <laughs> um, I think the one that got me into it is. The first one I got exposed to and watched some episodes on was Yu Yu Hakusho, that which is an old-ass anime from the 80s. But the one... I don't feel like it's 80s. It's 90s. Is it 90s? Like I thought 90s. it was 89. It's. I think it's... I'm pretty sure it's 90s. Let's see who can find it first. I mean, like, in terms of animation style, it looks very 90s. Like Periot's old uh, show me, show me the money, show me the money, show me the money. Come on, come on. I'd like to introduce Damn you. Damn it, it's 1992. <laughs> Fuck. Yo. Anyways, I know my anime, but the uh, but no, the uh, the one that I actually watched from beginning to end first was Dragon Ball Z. I I, I, I then went into part. Naruto and the other stuff, but Dragon Ball Z was the first one that I went beginning to end watching it with my friends. Going, holy fucking shit, whoever this Goku guy is, he's pretty rad. Uh, and it's so weird because I believe in the States we got Dragon Ball Z episode one first. Like, Maybe. we didn't start... They didn't we start, didn't get Dragon Ball. Yeah, we didn't... Like, we got Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Dragon Ball never started airing until, like, what, 2002? Yeah, yeah, so when everyone else in Japan got the big, like, holy shit moment of figuring out that Goku was an alien... Like we were we just knew like that from day one, and we're like, wait, that was up to debate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Kevin, I mean, like, we all grew up with Dragon Ball Z, so that's kind of well. A let's given. go over what. Wait, what was your first one? What was like your first exposure, and then what was the first one you watched from like beginning to end that you actively seeked out? Yeah. Okay. Um. So like Dragon Ball Z because it was airing, and also, um, because you. Like, everyone was so into it. Everyone was a Dragon Ball Z fan. Um, you would watch it, uh, and then if... And then talk about it at recess. And then buy um, the video games. You, and then if you missed that week's episode, you would go on the Spanish channel to watch the Mexican <laughs> dub. <laughs> um, and, like, that's how things were. Like, it, uh, you would watch several versions of different... Sh- of uh, episodes and also you would still watch Dragon Ball Z reruns yeah um so it's like we grew up in like this generation that like knows Dragon Ball Z in an inside and out without being like fans because we, they, it just constantly airs it's it's all over the place too and if you, you and if you watch anime it. in general you get enough exposure to it like yeah. you get you get it through osmosis you can yeah, understand you just kind of yeah, yeah it's so it's, weird and it's one of those series that like i know every character's name and right. uh what time what what time they took place in this grand arc that took several years whereas i can't tell you who half of class 1a is in <laughs> yeah i couldn't tell you that either like there's mineta um 
But see, that's Fair. the thing. I think, I think with Dragon Ball Z, you had like five core main characters, and then the rest you were just introduced to and consistently exposed to. Right. Meanwhile, my hero, you've got 25 or 20 main characters. And they constantly show their names and abilities and... All of their bios. And, but you ignore it. And, yeah. you, and, and you have to pause it in order to read it yeah. and study it and take notes right. and watch the episode again so that you can... Yeah, you, to, you can internalize it and study for the exam next episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's been, it's been one of my, like, personal goals to just kind of comb through the My Hero Wiki and just kind of, like, remember what everyone's names and powers are. He's joking. He's making the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> in, um, in general, I'm better with names. Uh, I'm better yeah. with faces than I am with names. I love, okay, so yeah, I, I might can... not know the name, but I know who they are yeah. and why they're important and shit. Right. But... Same. I'm exactly the same way. Like, I can't tell you the name for life of me, but I can definitely tell you what they are. What's Overhaul's real name? Not a oh, clue. Oh. oh <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Uh, not a clue. It starts with an S. Uh, she, uh, she, uh, Shigaki? I don't remember. <laughs> See, fuck you, now I have to uh, look it up. What's the Billion's real name? That one I actually just remembered Who? a second ago. Lemillion? Oh, um, Mino. Mirio. Mirio, oh. I, I know him as, uh, Tintin. <laughs> oh, Kai, uh, Chisaki. I don't know why I got C s from uh okay anyways mike first uh, expo oh uh, you had someone else and then the thing that I, the first series that i seeked out as we all zoom closer and closer into kevin's angel beats <laughs> angel beats <laughs> wow that one's okay that was an off yeah i was no, no, Angel Beats was high school. What did I watch in middle school that I actually That's what I was saying. Like, wow, that like that one's pretty I don't know, I feel like As far as like the... us recent Elfin Light? <laughs> I could I could even yeah, buy that. You I sure it wasn't Yu-Gi-Oh? I'm pretty sure it was Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh was also one of those things that were just airing. <laughs> yeah. And you are you sure it was an off brand anime? Those are pretty well contained stories, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> are you telling me that me as a thirteen year old boy would watch that? Unchristian filth. Now, hold on. I wouldn't I... watch the three episodes of Bible Black and the three OVAs and also watch some episodes in English because that was what was available on Vivo. Now, this isn't going to date myself too bad, but it is a little bit. Talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! I grew up in a basically suburban part of the state I live in, that we all live in currently. I mean, like, we've Same, been yeah. we're in Arizona. Have we? Oh, well, yeah. I grew up in Gilbert. And when Yu-Gi-Oh! was first about to air, myself and a bunch of the other kids received VHS tapes in the mail with a booster pack for the card game. Fucking sick. Damn. And the must be nice. The VHS was the first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh. It was apparently a marketing campaign they did. And I don't remember if we signed up for it, our parents signed up for it, or they just went through the census data and figured out <laughs> who, who has kids. Hey, yeah. you have an eight-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> but I literally, re we received a package and it was like addressed to... It was addressed to me, and they're like, oh, what is it? I'm like, well, Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, that's a new show that's coming out. Oh, and trading cards. Popped it in, I went, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Mike. Okay. So the first one for me was actually Speed Racer. Ooh. That was my first, like, 
introduction to anime was Speed Racer. I don't think I ever was exposed to channels that even showed Speed I actually, actually, I was exposed to Speed Racer, too. That I was, think Yu Yu Hakusho was the one that I remember following the story for. Yeah, but, but Speed Racer was, like, the one I would... And it's so vivid, too. Like, I remember it was the first time I watched... This is such a different style of cartoons. What is that this? That was back in the day where, like anime trying to use the same frame over and over to save time and money <laughs> yeah. was rampant oh yeah because they had what no was this airing on like boomerang or something it, it was like i think it was boomerang boomerang i think was was because even in the early aughts it would have been like 30 years old or something. so yeah it, it showed was... on boomerang briefly yeah because then after that they went to almost only hanna barbera <laughs> cartoons yeah. Because I think that's all they had this, the right this is for back when my, This is back when I went on Channel 61 and just kind of watched whatever was on there. For all of you oh, who know yeah. what that I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. That, that's back with non-DirecTV this cable this, yeah, stuff. Like, I this don't is, remember what channels, uh, what the channels I are. think Cartoon Network is on 53. Yeah, it was 53. Holy shit! Yep. Deep-seated memory coming back. <laughs> Actually, These are things I remember for some weird reason. I remember Cartoon Network because... Uh, when I lived in SoCal in Los Angeles, Cartoon Network was sixty-six. That's what really? it, that's what it was for me. I, and then I, rem- it, I remember normal cable and Directv satellite. <laughs> yeah. I remember sixty-five for... being Disney Channel, and like sixty-three was Nickelodeon. It was like seventy-three for me. I think was Nickelodeon. All I know is on, dir- on Directv, Cartoon Network, I think was two ninety-five. And then Nickelodeon was three three oh one, and then the Sci Fi Channel was two forty four, because that was my <laughs> fucking jam. Like, yes, that Sci Fi. So yeah, that was what... Megalodon versus T Rex. Yeah, I don't know why I remember my first anime like that, but that's the one that like hey, first one was... you seeked out then, that, was... that you first actually one I watched out. from beginning to end. Oh man, actually, I didn't really seek it out. My uncle just kind of showed it to me. It was the Lotus Wars. No one knows about it, and I don't expect anyone to know about it. Did he give you, like, it. a super sealed uh, VHS copy? He's like, <laughs> don't show your parents. And turns out he actually worked on it. <laughs> no, like, let, let me put it, like, uh, he had a box set. That's how old this anime was. He had a box set that he just let me watch when I was over at his house, and eventually he let me just watch the entire thing through. Is this an anime adaptation of Sakura Wars? Um, no. Actually, this is... What the fuck? Lodos War. Yeah, Lodos. My apologies. Oh, I called it the Lodos Wars for, like, forever. So I just kind of... Just kind of what I call it. This om- For some reason, this looks like... Um, I'm looking at the wiki article. This looks like a knockoff berserk. <laughs> is what it looks like to me. Okay. And... What the hell? Is it still going? I don't think it is. I, I watched it all the way. I remember watching it all the way through. You probably watched the an set. adaptation of it, but like it's they're probably. probably like a new version. So there was like two. So they had one that followed one hero, and then they had a new hero that but they did followed. Did your uncle give you like an entire box set? Yeah, it was like a VHS? box set. Oh, I thought he gave you like a VHS that had three episodes on it or something. No, it was like the whole entire thing. And As it was, was like, the norm at it the was time. Then, and then it was adapted to DVD, and that's what he had. Uh-huh. When DVD was like brand new. 
and he's like, "Hey, look, I got this," because like he was a huge geek and still is to this day, but like was an even bigger one because he also had money at the time. So I don't know if you guys had any like big brother, big cousin figures that had all the cool shit, like all the cool video. Yeah, games. that was my uncle. Okay, um, I had a a cool cousin who's an even bigger weeb. He's like uh, got a bunch of. Um, Japanese pillows. import <laughs> Japanese import <laughs> PS2 games um, and he saw anime uh, like before they air, they had before an English it was dub cool. uh, before they had an English dub and aired on TV and I remember I believe we were in the Frieza saga no we were in the Cell saga or Frieza saga like around that time and he got me a copy of Mystic Gohan fighting Super Boo in Japanese shit and I was like what the fuck is going on this is so cool and who are those little kids and they're super saiyan they got large hair what is happening yeah and he's like keep it kid <laughs> and it was in Japanese and with no subtitles and I was just like looking at the pretty pictures um, but yeah it was uh, like kids in the playground would talk about the episodes that were airing in japan even though like globalization isn't as big as it is now um they there are still like some kids the cool kids were exposed to like the episodes that were airing in japan and so they got to know some story elements that were happening that were going to happen in the future because the english release of dragon ball z was like a full yeah. arc behind or something yeah what's really nice is I personally think we're like the golden age of anime right now because yeah. like we got so much going on from compared to how it was. Yeah, it's so easy to access. I think anime piracy has gone down by a lot because um, there are companies that are willing to like stream and stream stuff. it and get do the work to get all of that shit over. It's just yeah. easy access, better quality. Oh yeah, and better uh, industry practices. I think is like. Starting an anime, you know, when the manga is either finished or far enough ahead to where you're not going to be stressing like, oh my god, we're three episodes behind the manga and it doesn't release for another year. <laughs> yeah, and also um, they, uh, Funimation's also like tried to keep this as a constant practice. They simul dub it, whereas they're yeah. only one mm -hmm. week behind. They're only right. one episode behind, um, dubbing it. Um, and or. If you watch subtitled, release the same day. Yeah, and like there's just a few hours before I don't know Crunchyroll or Hulu, um, will the, whatever staff they use to like subtitle it, uh, instead of going through those backdoor channels. Like I don't know if you guys are familiar with any uh, subgroups that started their own like clan yeah. or like internet. If uh, you clicks. if you watch Pro ZD and you see the video where he talks about fan fan uh, dubbing and fan subs. <laughs> So I got one more question for you guys, because this is, I guess, part of the reason why I'm not, like, super into the actual culture of what's going on, <laughs> is because I never really went on, like, websites to go talk to, like, or go figure this oh, stuff out. Oh, I didn't out. either. Like, I just kind of watched the anime, and I just contained it to myself, because also, I don't know how your guys' like, high school and uh, middle school lifestyles were, but, like... It was still, I was still at a weird time where if you liked anime, you were kind of like dubbed as like one of the yeah. odd kids. So because 
You had people that just gave anime a bad name. And Are you they talking just... about you never joined the anime club? <laughs> no. So let's. I would openly talk about it and stuff because I didn't care. Is there an anime, an anime club in your school? No, but oh, I would. There wasn't like, mine. I will. There was one in yeah. my middle school. <laughs> there was not in mine. Let's let's get through this. T- one, we're kind of getting long. Oh shoot! Time, okay, my bad. And I want to get through this as quick as possible because high school me was cringe as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> middle school me was cringe as fuck. Any, high school was also anything bad. before my high school graduation was cringe as fuck. <laughs> so let's get through this as quick as possible. I went to a lot of comic book and anime conventions. Yeah. And uh, I had friends that were into anime, which basically brought in my anime and weeb like see stuff. So I had people to mm-hmm. talk to about it. I had places to go to get exposed to new stuff and talk mm-hmm. to about it. Um, but I kind of went hardcore into it. Mm-hmm. And luckily now I'm I'm still into it and I still have my tendencies. I am a lot more mature about the way I handle like stuff I'm into now. Mm-hmm. Fair. As opposed to how it was in high school and uh, middle school. But yeah, I know exactly what you mean. There are people who give... There are people who are very big fans of anime. And that's fine. Be into what yeah, you're it's into. Great. We're not judging. But there's a way you can be into it without being A, cringe, <laughs> and B, a nuisance to society. <laughs> yeah. So you're telling me I should stop glomping you guys. Oh, no. Oh, I never God. had any of those experiences, because for me, I was the only That's kid not a that bad knew. thing. No, I was the only kid that knew about anime. I was the only kid that, like, <laughs> if people were interested in anime... They'd come to me to ask what to watch because they or they would only talk to me about it because they felt weird about talking to other people because they didn't want to yeah. be outcasts. So they just <laughs> talked to me about it. So I'm like, all right, cool. So how, how wait, how cringe was your anime club people? Uh, it's just <laughs> you're so friendly. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I do now generally because uh they would just like speak Japanese in random settings <laughs> and there there were glompings and uh fucking trying to recreate uh chibi and anime mannerisms in real life mm-hmm. but anyways to reveal all of our power levels oh, i'm no. the only one in this group that has an anime profile picture he right he he right <laughs> that is true <laughs> well, my power levels more hidden you have to actually look at my anime list to see mine <laughs> I, I feel like mine isn't directly at anime, but just in general stuff. Because if you look in my living room, you see a couple of figurines that I spent probably more money than I should have to get. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> Jay, it's only four. I spent more money than most people would be willing to spend, but I spent it, damn it. It depends what he means by figurines. We're sitting in a, in a room right now. <laughs> hey, most of this is my wife's. <laughs> But, um, no, like, this this definitely was a different podcast podcast than what we've done before. Right. We kind of talked about anime, which is more of a TV show type deal, but it's important. Anime has had major effects on not only pop culture in general, but on the film industry as well, because... And on our lives. Yeah, so it was just interesting to talk about. Anything else you guys want to kind of add as a cliff note? I wish I got into anime conventions as a kid. <laughs> I never went to anime conventions till I like They're was fun. twenty something. Still cringe. <laughs> I mean, like I didn't. My first convention was uh, Phoenix Comic Con, which was like in twenty fifteen. I don't know. Oh, it was like a while ago. Yeah, mine was a uh, twenty sixteen. 
or something like that. Maybe 2017. <laughs> but. But yeah, no, was... uh, but like, yeah, I, I went to Anime Expo, which is the largest anime convention in the world, and uh, Phoenix Comic Con all within the same month. Nice. Because I believe Anime Expo is uh, July 4th, mm-hmm. and then like Phoenix Comic Con was either the week prior or the week after, but that's just how it like turned out. Yeah. Um, But yeah, those are, and that's in my like 20s, so... Uh, <laughs> I never got to see it as a child. Also, I never got any cool the anime stuff because I wasn't allowed to have it at the time. <laughs> Nor could I afford it, so that's they also nothing. I was porn. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> uh, okay, so I looked back in my archives, okay. and I, I kept all the um, Comic-Con badges that I've gone to, and the earliest one I went to was 2008. And I went to every Phoenix Comic-Con convention for... God, I went up until 2015. No. Yes, 2015 was the last one I Kinda went to. I kind of wish you invited me when we were still all working together, but it's fine. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, no, but... Uh, I'm trying to figure out when it is you got deployed. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. No. I was deployed in August. Of what year? 2014. Okay. It was a solid year and a half we, we were knew, together, you guys. You guys knew each other for a year then. Yeah. yeah, something like that. I mean, like, we knew each other for a year. But, um, no. So, I went to those, and then I went through a lifestyle change <laughs> that drastically changed me. Ritter turned into a Chad. He started working out and doing boxing, and he got super swole, and then he stopped hanging out with us. No, I hung out with you. <laughs> Fuck you. I know. No, I. Didn't but hang like, out. I, I lost, actually like, talked to you for like four years after <laughs> after the last. No, time. no, no. At your dinner table, I would sit down, and he'd be like, "This, this isn't your table, nerd." <laughs> <laughs> and then I would go to your your living room. <laughs> no. You can't sit with us, nerd. I went. I went through a lifestyle change that I went. I ate healthier i lost a lot a lot of weight i changed priorities i'm in a time in my life now where my life is a lot less hectic than it was <laughs> at the time i'm not school full-time i'm not school full i'm not school full-time work full-time girlfriend full-time boxing full-time now i'm just work and my life so i'm able to kind of explore my hobbies and interests a little bit more mm-hmm. and i'm not as much and I'm still Chad. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike and I aren't working, so we yeah. are now watching anime. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, yeah. not really. I think I've watched less anime than we'll, I have since we'll the past see, year. We'll that, see if by the time this releases, you guys will start <laughs> working again. <laughs> That'd be the dream. Where were we supposed to start? It was supposed to be end of June was my email. You guys, and then... you guys looking forward to Wonder Woman? You mean the... That was supposed to release... Two months? No, three months ago now. Twenty days ago? Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I think it was June third or something. Whatever. Well, thanks for kind of listening to us ramble for an hour. Um, this was Cinema Buns. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Uh, please give our SoundCloud and Spotify playlists a like. Uh, we do see those, and we do want to see more viewers and engagement. And that will definitely inspire us to kind of do some different stuff if you're interested in it. But uh, I'm Ritter. I'm Mike. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Watch with us. We're Cinema Bye.